Hi friends, Millie here. In this episode, you'll hear me referring to this podcast as Milling About. However, the correct title is Me, Myself, and Millie. Midway through the recording process, I needed to change the name due to some copyright stuff. So ignore the old title and remember the right one, Me, Myself, and Millie, when referring to this show. Thanks for listening and sorry for the confusion. Let's do this. People, this is episode four of Milling About, a podcast that covers pop culture and hot goss through the lens of your nosy neighbor. I'm your host and nosy neighbor, Millie Brooks. Thanks for tuning in. Oof, we got a good show for you. Today, our topic is summer party planning, and our guest, a local writer here in the Bay Area, also one of my good friends, also someone who gives a bomb-ass party, Anise Gross, everybody. Yep, we'll be interviewing Anise later on in the episode, so stay tuned. But first, why the hell are we talking about summer party planning? Well, it's the summer, and I bet, mmm a dollar, that you are either going to be a guest at a party or host one this year. And, or like in the next three months, I don't know. So I really wanted to kind of unpack the do's and don'ts of party planning and also kind of touch upon guest etiquette. In pop culture news, I have yet to find a romper that I feel comfortable going to the bathroom in. Some of these rompers, guys, I don't know. Ugh, they have hard-to-reach back zippers or are just completely open in the back, which means I have to go braless, which means my knockers are hanging loose as a goose when I'm sitting on the pot in a public restroom. How's that for an image? So, raise your hand if you are sick of hearing about Elizabeth Holmes. Good Lord. I know I am. Ugh. If you don't know who Elizabeth Holmes is, uh, she's the CEO slash founder of the Silicon Valley tech company, Thernos. Thernos? 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 Thermos. Who fucking knows? Anyways, which, uh, this company she started claimed to change the way medicine works with a single drop of blood. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. I'm done. Bored. Honestly, the only thing I would be curious about is if Elizabeth Holmes and Fire Festival fraudman Billy McFarlane sat in a hotel room together and had a duel. That's right. I'd definitely buy a VIP ticket to that show. So my husband and I live in a neighborhood um, in Alameda, California. We moved here about a year ago. And when we moved here, the previous owners 
told us that there was a neighbor that lived to the left of us um, that always brought in everyone's trash bins for them on our block. And um, hearing this, we were like, oh man, that's pretty nice. That's, that's a kindness. And um, it was kind of a high selling point for us when choosing whether or not we wanted to make a bid on this house. Um, so we were sort of intrigued by this. And, um, you know, like, lo and behold, there is a man. Let's just call him Porter. That's not his real name, but for podcast purposes, let's call him Porter. Um, that brings in everybody's bins, um, after the garbage collectors come in on Friday, um, and it's all emptied, he just returns everybody's bins to their respective place on outside of their fence. Um, all of our backyards kind of face each other, and they sort of, uh, I don't know, they kind of they kind of back up into each other to form an alleyway, and so there's like this, uh, all of the back everybody's backyards, um, fenced backyards create this alleyway and he just returns everybody's bins in front of their respective, like, fenced backyards. If that makes sense. If it doesn't, just, just, just stay with me. You'll get there. Hold on. So the other day I was sitting on the couch and I noticed, um, Porter, Fast forward to today, um, Porter unlatched our gate on the fence and stuck his head in to our backyard and kind of perused the project that we're doing in the backyard. As you may or may not remember from episode three, we are doing some renovations in our backyard, re-landscaping, doing some new cement, new grass, new gravel, new plants, blah, blah, blah. And Porter was curious about what was going on. So he stuck his head out in my backyard and I saw him. So I saw him. It wasn't a long, it was, he wasn't there for a long time. And he didn't stick his whole body in. It was just mostly like from his shoulders to the tip of his head and just kind of looking poking in. And I saw this. And so I ran outside and I said, Hey, everything okay? Cause let's be real. We don't want to assume, you know, maybe he was looking out for me. You know, maybe he saw something that I didn't that could potentially be dangerous or harmful. Who knows? You don't want to come in guns a blazing. So I come out, I say, Hey, everything okay? He's like, Oh, he, he was definitely caught off guard. He was like, oh, oh, everything's fine. I take your bins out. I was like, oh, thank you. You know, I take them back in. It, it was either I take them out or I take them in, whatever. It, it, it was a very, it was simple. I can't remember. I didn't record it. I should have. Um, but he was really... I could tell he was kind of scrambling a little bit. And I said, like, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, I was just poking my head in 
to make sure there wasn't anything else that needed to go out. And I thought to myself, hmm, never since we've been here have we ever seen you unlatch the fence and come in and remove our garbage from our yard uh, personally. Um, And two, like, even if you did bring our garbage bins back in after collection day on Friday, that doesn't give you the right to snoop. Snoop Dogg. So, on to the interview portion of the episode where we bring in a guest to discuss our topic of the day, which is summer party planning. Today, we have Anise Gross. Besides being an incredible cook and event planner, Anise is also a writer and editor living in San Francisco where she's a member of the San Francisco Writers Grotto. Her work has been featured in the New York Times, thenewyorker.com, BuzzFeed, and the San Francisco Chronicle, among many. Welcome, Anise! Thanks, Millie. Oh, Anise. Are you happy to be here? I'm really happy to be here in my own home. (laughs) I'm happy to be here, too. Um, So let's get started. Anise, what was the very first party you ever planned on your own? Uh, That's a good question. I think the very first party I can remember throwing that I would count as a real party was when I threw a hot pink dinner party at my mom's house. How old were you? Mm, I was a late teenager. (laughs) It's it's all fuzzy. Um, The only record, so all the food was hot pink, all the drinks were hot pink, everyone had to wear hot pink, and then there was a very elaborate staged photo at the end. And I think that just that iconic party set the stage for, it set the bar for all the parties to come. Who was invited? Only three ex boyfriends (laughs) and a bunch of friends. (laughs) Maybe, but I kept it small. I think there were 10 guests total. Wow. It's important to choose wisely. Choose wisely. Yeah. Because if you just invite a ton of people, yeah. No. You got to be selective. You got to be selective. Definitely. Um, okay. So what's the first step in party planning? I think the first step in party planning is to have a vision, like to be able to imagine what the party is like in your mind and go from there. I think if you don't have a vision, your party is just going to fall apart. I love it. Like, but the vision can be loose you, you have visions of or controlling. Pink? Yeah. <laughs> so I was really into hot pink for a while, and I had this hot pink leather strapless 80s dress, and that that, that, that inspired, inspired the party. Mm. But I think, like, you can be sort of loose with your vision if you're kind of a free-to-be person. I'm very controlling. So <laughs> my visions are very specific for parties. They're very straightforward. <laughs> like, should the nuts be spiced or not? That kind of thing. So, um... You know, you do you in terms of how down to the details you want to be with your party. Nuts are gonna be, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, but yeah, I, I can be own. very controlling, and as I get older, I want my parties to be a little less controlled. Okay, a little bit more free flowing. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen, but okay. it's a goal. Well, we can all hope. I'm an, I'm aspiring. <laughs> aspiring to like be the rest less of controlling. Us. <laughs> 
Hey, that's a good, that's a really good goal. Thanks, Millie. Okay, name three party don'ts. Oh, if those you're are someone's guest. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, those are actually really easy. So never ever ever bring someone that wasn't invited to the party without ask. asking first. And probably Amen. even don't ask first in, if you if you suspect that I don't like that person and you bring them to the party. Amen. I am really not. Especially happy. if they're kids. Oh yeah, no, that those don't okay, get invited. I've had that happen. I'm just saying, I've had that happen. <laughs> I threw somebody a baby shower. Okay. Well, that's a baby party. No, though. no, but still, you got to check in. You got to check in. Yeah, I mean, I don't have kids at my parties, but <laughs> I know that people enjoy their company, especially in a summer party. So if you're going to have kids to the party, just you have to allow all kids. Even if it's a baby shower. You can't be selective, though. You can't tell people they can't bring a certain child, but they can bring it. If you're going to invite one kid, you have to let them all in. Oh, man. I know, which is, you know, again, not something I would recommend. Okay. So, yeah, don't bring an uninvited guest. The second thing is you should never show up early. Like, five minutes early, fine. An hour early, extremely uncool. Side note, everybody, I came to Anise's apartment today five minutes early. But I ignored the doorbell. But she ignored the doorbell, (laughs) and I just sat there on the sidewalk, just hanging out in North Beach for a while. Which is cool, you know, which is cool. I knew we'd touch upon it and we'd move forward. But um, that's true. Don't ever come early. I'd say it's even better not even to come on time. Yes. I mean, so here's the thing. In in regular life, I really appreciate timeliness. But at a party, I like it when people are a little late. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm typically what do you like... Say, half hour? Yeah. You don't want to be an hour late. <clears throat> And also it depends what kind of party it is. But essentially, like, I'm running around still dirty, haven't put on makeup, shit's still being cooked. I don't want people showing up early. Right. Right. And number three. Well, oh, I don't man. know. There's She's so many head, don'ts. Everybody. There's so many don'ts. I don't know how to choose. Well, okay. okay maybe there's I'm more saying, than three. Um, you know, don't bring... Oh, man. I don't know. So if you're going to, like drink a shit ton of alcohol just like bring a little alcohol Mm -hmm. because i think sometimes people will drink like eight cocktails and then just you're like drain so maybe but i don't really require that people bring things i would say that um hmm, maybe don't drink red wine on my couches or like i don't know like people (laughs) spill shit and that's a that's true because you could get slapped someone broke yeah someone broke like a ceramic ashtray by like knocking it out the window and it was part of a set that that didn't please me <gasps> and don't like well an as a guest set? god there's so many don'ts as a guest um and maybe like don't like hover in the kitchen trying oh, to be god. helpful that's the worst why do people that's think that's worst. cool everyone's like can i help you when i, I literally look like no. i'm about to murder someone no i yeah. mean honestly another body in the kitchen Mm-mm. will actually slow things down and i have pro tips on how to get people out of the kitchen oh yeah besides like the scorpio glare okay like some practical tips scorpio other gl- people can use we love the scorpio glare we can use that even <laughs> anywhere Anywhere that should just be in your back pocket. Yeah. What are the other tips about getting people out of your kitchen? Oh, put food and alcohol in other places in your home Mm. that are as far away from the kitchen as possible. So people gravitate in the kitchen because they like food. And so everyone's home. The kitchen is like the center. So at a party, people are going to just want to glom onto you when you're in there still working. I love the word glom. 
Do you? Yeah. I mean, it's a good word because it really is how it, it feels. Really does, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, put your spicy nuts somewhere else <laughs> yep. and get people to hang out uh, in other rooms and yeah. put the music in the other room or things to lure them away. That's but good. put all the food somewhere else. I love it. Um, any other party don'ts if you're a guest? Oh, I think, yeah, I mean, oh, man. I mean, the red wine on the couch. Do you offer to pay for the couch? Okay, you live in San Francisco. (laughs) People have the worst manners. People don't... I mean, I've had people ruin things that i've had someone yeah i can't get into it but essentially Uh, no i mean like i mean you could graze over it though basically like there are people who've ruined so many various aspects of my life that have cost me a lot of money and no one has ever volunteered to like even chip in chip in to clean it no buy you some bacon soda no wow (laughs) um (laughs) there's so many don'ts i think just like i mean it's always best to like if you're a problematic drunk, like maybe just keep that in mind. Um, and I have some tips about how like to not get everyone like completely wasted so they don't break all your stuff. And also like hide valuables if your party's too big. Ooh, yeah. I mean, like your passport. If people, yeah, no. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, your I don't passport? know. Like if I mean, this is more when I was younger. Like if people brought sketchy guests, like mm. things went missing. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's a good point. I have some nice things. Name three party do's. Great. Well. I I say always bring something. I think that is my, I would say always bring something. And the something, I think, this is a little bit controversial opinion. I think it's always best to bring something that's not even related to the party. A candle. Something like that the guest will see as a gift, not necessarily a contribution to the party. Um, and it also depends though on the host. So if you think the host is the kind of person who can't handle making enough food, then bring food. But you know, I would always ask them like, what should I bring? Cause mm. sometimes like I hate making dessert. So I love when people want to bring dessert. I also hate when people ask me what I should, what you should bring. Really? Yeah. What I'm do you kinda, say? I say, go fuck yourself. Bring anything? <laughs> bring yeah, your- but see, I'm so controlling that if you say bring whatever, people bring like bad carrot salads or like... Although I like carrots all, but you know what I mean? They bring like something yeah. dodgy that no one wants to eat. That's I don't true. know. I mean, or like I, chips or I, bring like beer. I mean, mostly I want anything. people to bring booze. You just <clears throat> need to bring something. No one brings anything to parties. And then when you tell people to bring whatever, they all bring chips. I know. Chips are, are chips. so They're like salsa. Cheap. Yeah. I'm done with the chips and salsa. Let me just I've tell moved, you that. I moved out of that decade. <laughs> Chips and salsa is so too. That's not a party. Chips and salsa does not a party make. And that's no. like the point that should be driven home today. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Oh, another salsa. party do. Um, if they you... are the first things to go. I know. But like, I mean. Also the deviled eggs are too. Yeah. Those are real work though. Like if you bring yeah. deviled eggs to a party, that's like you put an effort. Yeah. Um, I will also say um, another party do. If you don't bring something to a party because you were busy <clears throat> or you just like can't get your shit together, you should send a card or something after the party to thank the person. That's beautiful. That's an alternate. That's you get one really, of two options. That's very elegant. Yeah, no one does that either. So Yeah. But you know, things might change after this episode. Another party do hmm, I don't know. I mean I think you can be a good um 
So like a host is only one person, sadly. Um, there's only one of me. And so I think at a party, what you can do that's cool is just like be mindful of any little things you can do to help. Like if you see someone spill something, if you see like there's no more napkins, like just kind of quietly behind the scenes, like help the party go smoothly. I like that. And I don't know a third besides just like don't be an asshole. I don't know. Like, what do you think is another good guest behavior? Um, like a I do. think always RSVP whether or not. Oh, yeah. I mean, there. Are, that's the thing. that That's the real kick in the dick. For well, me. also, okay, if you RSVP, you have to come unless you're dead. Like I know. Or have the flu or you can't just not come. I mean... Now, they even now on all of these Evite, you know, invitation sure. apps, they all even have the maybe option, which, right. which is like for Something. for the people that, you know, for the flakes out there. Yeah. You even have an option to click a maybe. Maybe. And you fine. can't even click a maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's where, that's yeah, where you, I draw the line. Yeah, you can't, and you can't flake repeatedly on parties. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you're not even doing anything. You're just showing up and reaping the benefits of someone else's labor. So if you can't even show up and RSVP, then you may get cut from the list in the future. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any other party dues? Mm, I don't know. Like, um... I'd also say if you're having a bad day, don't come to the party. Yeah, if you can't, if you're like me and you're not someone who can get over your emotions <laughs> within a 24-hour window, yeah, don't come to the party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does proper etiquette even exist? Oh, and don't have, don't have, um, <laughs> like, sex at the party with oh, a, a stranger. Oh, really? And, like, don't make out with someone who's not the person you came with. <gasps> I mean, these should be obvious, but I had a party you here once where I came in and someone's boyfriend was licking another woman's feet. I mean, it was no, a good no, party, no. but that maybe caused a little more of a scene than I was hoping for. I did create a candy room. I don't know what to say. <clears throat> but yeah, don't do that. You created a candy room? <laughs> It was like a winter wonderland party. Oh my god! So wait, you've had somebody uh, lick somebody else's foot, and then have you had a guest, like guests having sex? I don't know. I mean, maybe. There is mm. a lot of rooms in this apartment with yeah, closed doors. Yeah, there's a lot of little nooks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I know. Okay. It, yeah, but like that's yeah. A, that's, just try to like please. not create a scene. Right. Right. Don't get divorced at the party. What? Have you don't, had that happen? No, but I'm saying, like, don't say you're having an affair at the party. Like, <laughs> you know, keep that for when you go home. I'd also go... I don't bring cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think of other horrible things Who's people have done. Has anybody done that? Has anybody brought a cat? I'm just trying to think of the worst thing you could do. I mean, okay, so that was my question. Does proper etiquette even exist anymore with partying? Well, I try to reinforce, like, good behavior and also punish people for bad behavior. So I feel like, no, etiquette doesn't exist anymore, but you can strongly, strongly try to train people. It's mostly a failed effort. But, like, I'll bring something to a party or I'll send cards as a hint to be like, this is how it's done. Mm -hmm. But people don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I mean, mostly, yeah. I mean, mostly all you can hope for is that people don't just like destroy your party. Right. Destroy your house. That too. Um, so where have all the parties gone? 
Where have all the parties well, gone? <laughs> I love she just gave me the Scorpio stink eye when I sang that. Um, Why don't we're like... So I think a few things happen with parties. When you live in the city, no one has parties anymore because like life is just too busy. And no one in the summer, like no one even has a yard. Mm-hmm. So I think if you have a yard, you should be having a party. Um <clears throat> And then people get old and then they just feel like now that they're old, that's their excuse not to have a party. Um, and also people just think their friends are online. They're mm, mm. Isn't that sad? That's pretty sad. It is sad. And I just we're kind of substituting this type of yeah. social no one knows media how to throw a connection party. for I mean, actual People don't even know how to have a conversation. So oh, I, I, I actually don't think anyone could throw like, I met this guy in a lift line, and I'll never take a lift line again. But <laughs> And he was really sweet, but, like, kind of incompetent techie. And I asked him about his life, and <clears throat> he had bought, like, this million-dollar condo on 6th and Market, which is, like, not oh. how I would spend my money. Yeah, but yeah. And I said, oh, that's cool. Like, how long have you lived there? And he said, a year. And I said, have you ever had anyone over for dinner, like a dinner party? And he said, it's funny you should ask, because... I had lived there for a year and realized no one had ever been over. Oh. And I realized how sad that was. So I decided to throw a dinner party, keyword party, with my three of my close friends. Okay, maybe that's a party. Oh, that's sad. And he put some trade. I said, well, what did you make? And he said some Trader Joe's frozen pizzas. Oh. But he set his whole apartment on fire because he had forgotten to take off. The oven was still new and lined with all of the packing material. No. So people don't know how to throw a party. Oh, man. Yeah. That is like, <laughs> that is tech bro I mean, that tragedy. was like peak. Yeah, it was really peak. Wow. Yeah. Um, so have <clears throat> anything that I haven't asked you about parties, like what has been, what has been the strangest party that you've ever been to? Oh, I don't know. I mean, most people don't even have parties. I've been to just bad parties, like bad house parties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there are some like key elements to making a party great. Is that like useful? Yeah, to let's know do about. That. Let's go into that. I don't that. know. Or I mean, like, let me think of a strange party. I mean, I've definitely been invited to some parties, like that some like dominatrix friends of mine have thrown, and wow. maybe those were like, you know, those were pretty different. Oh, wait. I think I went to that party. Oh, wait, which there one? There was some mud wrestling. Oh, that was such a good party. <laughs> oil wrestling. Oil wrestling. That was a great was party. Was it oil, baby yeah. oil, or lube? It might have been lube, but it was very wild. That, that was, was a, a great wild, party. Wild party. Yeah, I mean, not all parties have oil wrestling. Well, the good ones do. <laughs> um... <laughs> What else? Maybe I'll add that to my next party. Yeah, um, yeah gosh. I, I've thrown some weird parties. Um, hey, if you are going to an oil party, yeah. I have a great thing you could bring. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to one, but okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if any of the listeners out there have an oil party this summer, bring a towel. Oh, yeah. That's, I could have used a towel. You know? And stand back. <laughs> don't, don't get close. Don't get in the wet zone. Um, great. A very messy party. What else? You, Ooh. wait, you had something else you were just going to say. I don't know. I mean, I've thrown some parties, but they weren't like, they weren't bad. They were just out of control, like sort of, I mean, <clears throat> my problem is that I tend to make my parties too elaborate. 
Mm. So wait, so that, I feel like that's like, another way of saying I tend to make my parties too good. Yeah, too good. They're just and then I just good. set the bar so high that I give up. Like I just am like I can't top it. So then oh. I'm not having any more parties. But you you keep coming up with these amazing ideas. I mean, for your birthday last October, we what all watched Pee Wee mm. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, we rented out the Roxy Theater. Watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure, had a picnic, had a sang picnic, karaoke. And you made sandwiches yeah. for everybody. Oh, that's true. Why did I do that? Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, so there's like ways, you know, you can just, but coming up with a new party idea every year is, you know, it's not for everyone. Right, right. Um, have we covered everything? Do you want to talk about summer? Is this a summer party theme? This barbecues? is summer party planning. I mean, I guess it could be related to anything, but is there We should talk about the summer okay, parties. Let's, let's talk Because I think about... people might want takeaways, and I think we've given them a few, but maybe nothing Oh, useful. I think we've given them a lot. People are, people are so, already very grateful. So, <clears throat> summer is my least favorite season. However, I think that people can throw a great summer party, and what's great about summer is that it's light for a long time, so the party can feel very like people don't leave early mm. um there's one thing like i think if you make a batch cocktail you just want to make it weak but i think that there's a new book out that's supposed to be great by maggie hoffman called batch cocktails about how to make a cocktail for a group mm. so that you're not shaking individual margaritas you just make a whole vat of it Ooh. and people serve themselves so that's a real pro tip um and then if you don't have like a bucket or a yard, you can fill your bathtub with ice and it makes a great place to store beer and wine. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. And people just go to the bathroom and they think it's fun. Yes. Yes. But you have to get a lot of ice. That, is, that would require <laughs> a lot of ice. But it is really cool and everyone thinks you're like very clever. Yeah. And then I also think that one great trick for a summer barbecue is everyone should know how to make their own compound butter. And basically... What? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not going to churn butter before a fucking party. You don't, you don't have to make the butter from scratch. It's just that you take butter and you kind of soften it. And then you add stuff to it and then re-refrigerate it. So, like, for example, I really like to make thyme shallot compound butter for corn on the cob. Oh, my God. Or any flavoring you want. So you kind of soften the butter. That sounds kind of simple, too. Like, yeah. you just get sticks. You just throw, like, mm. soften some sticks, throw in some thyme and melted shallots, and then you roll it back up into a log, and then you put it back in the fridge. <gasps> and then it's so divine on... And it makes the salted corn on the cob... Salted Salted, but it, it kind of makes the corn on the cob, like, fancy. Like, people mm. are like, ooh, she made her own butter. But yeah. you didn't, really. yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a good hack. Yeah. Any other good hacks? Mm, For summer. Get party someone party. other than yourself to man the grill. Oh, Do amen. not man the grill. And even if be you're a woman. Yeah, do not woman the grill. <laughs> do not personhood your grill. I I think that's a great idea. Because otherwise, and also, yeah. if it's a grilling party, bring something to grill. Totally. Oh, you know? no, yeah. Like bring bring something unique. Absolutely. Maybe a kebab. Maybe um, you know, portobello mushrooms. Yeah, and people can take turns personing the grill. Right. I do think a barbecue is a really good thing because all the things people bring for a barbecue taste good, even the shitty things. Mm. So, a barbecue is the way to go. I like that. Um, activities. 
I'm kind of over the cornhole, guys. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that a... Cornhole? You know where you throw the bean bags into the into hole? Into the hole? Yeah, I'm from Hawaii. We don't have that. Oh, you're lucky. What about... I think no ga- I mean... No games? I think you've got to have like a, what? a few activities. In a... Like... Like uh I don't know. Like horseshoe? Ping pong. Oh. Horseshoe would be fun. You gotta own a ping pong table for that, right? Um, I, my husband bought. What one about last a slip and slide? A slip. <laughs> a kiddie pool. I've I've seen um makeshift slip and slides. Yeah. And with like garbage bags garbage tied together bags or whatever. Tied yeah. together. <laughs> um. Oh no. But they work. Yeah. They work. I mean, um, you can really hurt yourself. You can, but maybe even having a little, I think there's something cute about having like a small kiddie pool. Yeah. And maybe people can filling just it up feet, with some, yeah. yeah, put your feet in there. Don't drink I think out other of it. summer games, I mean, people play Twister. I mean, I'm yeah. just not a real, I like card I played games. I Twister in high school. What is another summer game? Yeah, I'm not, I'm gameless. I also think having a, a proper playlist for your oh, summer for sure. party. Yeah. I mean, also like if you can't get it together, we live in the internet and there's amazing playlists on Spotify. Everywhere. You just, just have put to put summer yeah. playlist. Yeah. But you have to make sure it's a good one. Yeah, you have to kind of check it out. Yeah. You and need music. You need music. <clears throat> and good speakers. Yep. You know, and if you don't have good speakers, I have a hack. Ooh. Take your iPhone and put it into a wooden bowl. What? Yes. That is a really good hack. And it amplifies. The That's, sound waves bounce off the bowl. That is an amazing tip. You're welcome. I don't have a wooden bowl, but I'll I'll get one. It's for know, my worth party, investing. For my next party. Um, thanks so much, Anise. This has been, really been fun. amazing. <laughs> um, Anise, if people wanted to follow your life no. on Instagram, <laughs> could they? Sure, yeah, yeah, it's just my name. Anise Gross. Gross. Like the word. Okay, so can you just spell that out sure. for all of us? A-N-I-S-S-E-G-R-O-S-S. And it's a private account, but if you look real, then sure. You can follow Why her. not? Exactly. It's just a lot of posts about my mom and my pet crows. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, um, and I've <laughs> met Anissa's mom, and she is super hip and amazing. She reminds me of Kate Bush. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't yeah. even think she would know who that is. Oh, well. I love Kate Bush. That's another episode. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Anise. Thanks for coming. Bye, Mill. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Me, Myself, and Millie. Follow us on Instagram at milliebrooks100 for more podcast updates. And if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. A special thanks to my husband, Rowan Brooks, for technical support. Cal Reichenbach, who did all the music you heard in this episode. You can check him out at calzonemusic.com. And to Rini Shaw, our graphic designer, who did our thumbnail art. Follow her at rinishaw.com. Thanks, party people, and see you next week.